This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. It's August, and for many of us, summer break is coming to an end, and we're about to embark on yet another year, or maybe your first year, of homeschooling. If that thought just put a little pitter-patter in your heart, then mamas, just breathe, because if God is calling you to homeschool, you can do this, even for another year. Now, this week's Coffee with Carrie Homeschool podcast is a little pep talk. My goal this week is to get you back into the right frame of mind for another year of this homeschooling adventure. Consider this your weekly visit to your homeschooling chiropractor. My friend Anita gave me this little chiropractor idea. I'm here this week to readjust your thinking and to realign your mindset to God's thinking. My aim this week is to help put you back into the correct homeschool mindset to readjust or realign your homeschooling perspective. Now, if you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned homeschooler, or this might be your last year of homeschooling, I promise the encouragement in this week's episode will get you ready to tackle your first year, another year, or your last year of homeschooling. So let's get cracking. If you've been listening for a while, you know that unlike you, I will not be homeschooling my own kids this coming school year. In June of 2021, I was forced into homeschooling retirement when our youngest son graduated high school. And if you read my book or my story on my website, you also know I consider myself an accidental homeschooler. Now, I say accidental in tongue-in-cheek because there really are no accidents or coincidences with God. Homeschooling, apparently, was his plan for our family all along. I just didn't realize it until my daughter was around three or four years old. Now, I say accidental because I sort of fell into homeschooling. I was a classroom teacher and an adjunct professor in the teacher credentialing program, so I had no intention of ever homeschooling. Yes, I was one of those people. I thought homeschoolers were weird and homeschooling moms were bat crazy. Well, that was until I met a few of them and then my mind was blown. So when my daughter was four-ish, she really wanted to start doing, you know, school. And since our school district didn't allow four-year-olds in kindergarten, I started looking into homeschooling. 
Well, let me rephrase that. Homeschooling started finding me. Everywhere I went, God placed someone or something in my path to direct me to the idea of homeschooling. I met homeschooling moms in the line at the grocery store, at the gym, at the park, at my daughter's dance classes, and yes, even at my chiropractor. I started reading everything I could about homeschooling. And actually, I still reread some of my favorite go-to homeschooling books every summer to help me get back into the right frame of mind. Now, I even stalked local homeschool groups in our area and went to their park dates. I snuck behind trees and watched them play and interact. And in all honesty, the first time I spied on a homeschool group at their park day, I didn't even realize they were homeschoolers. They just seemed so normal. But I figured they must be the homeschool group because it was the middle of a school day. So the families I saw at the park had to have been the homeschooling group. So after talking with my hubby, who was not on board at first, we decided to do kindergarten that year and just to see how it went. We thought if this homeschooling thing failed, well, no problem. Francesca was only four, so we could officially put her in kindergarten the next year. If it went well, then we would homeschool year by year. Well, the rest is history. We kept homeschooling till the kids graduated high school. And actually, when they were younger, I used to always say I would never homeschool high school. But God and my kids had other plans. And I'm so very thankful that we took that less traveled high school road as well. So at today's weekly homeschool chiropractor readjustment appointment, I want to readjust or realign your thinking in five areas. I'm here to change your perspective or to do a mindset makeover to help you prepare for another year of learning. Okay, the first shift in our thinking that we need to make is from thinking that teachers are the experts to you or we are the experts. Let's get first things first. God chose you to be your child's parent and teacher. The day you became a parent was the day you became a teacher. There's no better teacher for your child than you. God designed it that way and he chose you. And who are we to argue or tell God he's wrong or that he got the wrong person for the job? You are an expert on your child. There's no better credential than that. You taught your child how to walk, how to talk, and how to love. I know you can teach your child how to add, subtract, read, and write. So change your perspective that someone else is the expert because you, my friend, are the expert. If you've been doing this for a while and maybe your teen is going into high school and you're thinking, okay, now I need the experts. Don't go there. Will you need an algebra or a chemistry teacher to help you at times? Maybe, but that doesn't mean you're not qualified to teach your child many, many, many other things while in high school. You are the expert on your teen. You know what she needs and what is best for her. You can do this even during the high school years. So I want you to write down this verse. I want you to commit it to memory. I want you to post it everywhere and place it in your Bible. It's a healthy and a much needed reminder of God's promises about our children, 
their education, and who really is in charge. The verse is Isaiah 54, 13. All your children will be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In the end, or on those really hard days or challenging seasons where we aren't seeing any of the fruit, pray this verse, claim this promise, and remind yourself of God's faithfulness to you and to your kids. Remember, you are the expert. Okay, the second shift in thinking or readjustment that needs to be made is from doing school at home to doing home education. Okay, mamas, don't do school at home. Why model your home and your homeschooling after the very thing that you're trying to escape? Don't do it for kindergarten. Don't do it for middle school when we start telling ourselves that we got to get serious now. And don't do it in high school because we think they're not going to be ready for college. Just don't do it. Home education gives you and me the freedom and flexibility to teach what we want, how we want, and when we want. Don't let a school district or a charter school or a school board dictate what your child learns. Through homeschooling, God gives us the gift of time. Time to spend with our children, time to build relationships with our family, time to learn about God and His truths, and time to develop those God-given gifts and passions in our kids. Home education is a lifestyle. So change your perspective that homeschooling is school at home with formal lessons done only at a particular time. Home education, again, it's a lifestyle. Learning happens all around us all the time. And like Mark Twain reminds us, don't let your schooling get in the way of your education. We are given the gift of time so we can take back our child's childhood and our child's education. Through homeschooling, we can say no to the rushing and the overscheduling and to the indoctrination and all of the inappropriate teaching happening in the traditional schools. When we homeschool, our kids have time to play outside, to play with friends, to play with siblings, to stargaze. They have time to watch the clouds, climb the trees, dig in the dirt, to play dress up, and to build forts for imaginary kingdoms. Homeschooling allows us the freedom and the time to protect our children's childhoods and to protect their innocence. This is true for middle school and high school, too. As they spread their wings, you and I are still the most influential people in their lives. We're given the gift of freedom and time to be there as they transition from childhood to adulthood. We get to be their guide and their mentor. Especially in today's world of lies, evil agendas, and indoctrination, because of homeschooling, we have the gift of time to have those important conversations and discussions with our tweens and our teens. So readjust your thinking, even if this is your child's senior year. Readjust your thinking from doing school at home to home educating your child. Trust me, you'll want to relish this last year at home with your teen. Spending more time talking and sharing and building your relationship with your son or your daughter will prepare them more for college or post-graduation than any chemistry or calculus class. 
So mamas, change your perspective from doing school at home to home educating. Okay, the third shift in our thinking or our third realignment needed is to change our mindset of what we teach. We need to remind ourselves that we do not teach curriculum. We teach children. Homeschooling should not be a series of must-do lists. There's always tomorrow. There's always next week. And in some cases, there's always next year. We need to look at the state standards for what they really are. They actually belong in the dumpster. State standards are arbitrary. They're not that important. Look at it this way. If you move to Texas, the standards in Texas will be different from the standards in California or Louisiana. It's all arbitrary. We need to change our mindset from school standards to God standards. What's important to God? Those are our standards. We need to place more importance on our children's hearts, their values, their beliefs, and their character more than on math facts and spelling rules. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things are important too. But in the grand scheme of things and the way our world and nation is heading these days, a man after God's own heart, a young lady living for Christ, a student who can critically think and speak truth is way more important than knowing their times tables and the Pythagorean theorem. Homeschooling allows us space to work on heart issues too. When there's a tantrum happening, we can stop the math lesson to address the issue. They can't do that in school. The kid is always left feeling stupid and the teacher is always left feeling frustrated. But at home, we have the time and freedom to address the issues. Is it a heart issue? Is the child being rebellious and disobedient as he tries to get out of yet another lesson of math? Or is there something else going on? Is it a friend problem? Is the concept too hard? Maybe it's the curriculum. Does the curriculum fit the needs of the child? Is your daughter even ready for the concept? Are we pushing because some teacher's guide tells us we have to do five lessons a week, 30 problems a day? So change your perspective this year. The teacher's guide is called a guide for a reason. It's there to guide you. It's there to help you, not control you. So don't become a slave to it. So remember, we don't teach curriculum. We teach children. We're building lifelong learners. It's okay, mamas, if we don't finish everything every year or even finish everything before they graduate high school. They have a lifetime of learning. It's our job to teach them how to think, to instill a love of learning in them, to whet their appetite for good and beautiful things, and to help them find their God-given purpose. So this year, let's change our perspective from teaching curriculum to teaching children. Okay, our fourth shift in our thinking or our fourth realignment needed is to change our priorities from academics to relationships. Because we chose to homeschool, I was given time to build relationships. My relationship with God, my relationship with my kids, and it gave me time to help my kids build their relationships with their siblings and with me and to build their relationship with God. 
God brought me home to homeschool, I think, so he could teach me. (laughs) I think my kids actually just came along for the ride. Because of homeschooling, I had to truly trust God and to rely on him on a daily basis, and sometimes on an hourly basis. There were so many things out of my control and frankly, out of my league, that I had to just step back and just let God. My relationship with God is deeper and stronger now because I had first row seats to seeing God work big and small miracles. I witnessed God's hand and his faithfulness and grace through our homeschooling journey. Now, homeschooling also allows us time to build our relationships with our kids. We get to be there for the aha moments, for the breakthroughs, for the accomplishments, for the disappointments, and for the challenges. We become their mentors and confidants when we homeschool. And many moms think homeschooling will ruin their already broken relationship with their child. But in actuality, many broken relationships are restored because of homeschooling. As our child's primary teacher, we also get to help them build a relationship with their creator. Because we can infuse God's word and his truths into everything we do and into everything they learn, our kids learn about our wonderful and awesome God. And if you're homeschooling a teen, homeschooling lets you change the worldly narrative that being with your teen is challenging and miserable. Homeschooling the high school years was by far the biggest and greatest blessing of our homeschooling journey. Unlike what the world will want you to believe, I actually had a blast hanging out with my teenagers. And wait for it, they actually enjoyed hanging out with me. Homeschooling really is all about building relationships and making connections with our kids. The academics and all the things they learn along the way, why that's just icing on the homeschooling cake. Okay, so the final shift in our thinking or our final change in perspective needs to be the answer to this question. What's more important, getting into Harvard or getting into heaven? We need to realign our standards from meeting the world standards to meeting God's standards. Homeschooling allows all we do to revolve around God, his word, and his truths. When we homeschool, we can spend those precious years building a strong foundation on Christ. Instead of sending our kids to indoctrination camps five days a week, seven hours a day, homeschooling allows our home and our children's education to be God-honoring, Christ-centered, and Spirit-filled. So as you plan your homeschooling year and prepare for another week of home education, remember to readjust these priorities. One, you are the expert on your child, not those who hold credentials or PhDs. Two, don't model your home education after traditional school. You are leaving it or staying out of it for a reason. Three, you're teaching children, not curriculum. Always put connections before curriculum. Four, teach the four R's, reading, writing, arithmetic, and relationships. Relationships are always more important than scholarships. And five, our aim is heaven, not Harvard. Put God first. Start with God, end with God, and center everything you do around God, 
and his word. And finally, mamas, just breathe. You've got this. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, you can find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. I also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at my Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consulting. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify your homeschooling this year, this is a perfect book to read. Now, if you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a homeschooling friend who needs a little homeschool realignment or a homeschool attitude adjustment. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our new book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.